0: On today's episode of The Bolts Broadcast, we're going to solve this together. Be tuned. Season 3, episode 60 of the Bolts Broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Croshaw with you today. Chase, how are you? I'm doing, you know, okay overall. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Feel great. Work went by so quick today. And I'm feeling wide awake. Working in the service industry, it's easy just to get exhausted, come home, take a nap. It's exactly what I did yesterday, actually. Uh but today feeling great. Day went by super quick. It was really good overall. So, I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. Uh in the sense of how today's gone, maybe not in the sense of how yesterday, Monday night went, but uh yeah, I think overall I'm feeling pretty good. I uh, mean, at least at least one of us is. I'm just I'm just tired. Yeah. Tired today. And we are recording on Tuesday afternoon before the Tuesday night games that is because The young Padawan sitting next to me, Chase. Uh, I think that's Star Wars. Uh, Yeah. I I don't know. (laughs) I just said it. Um, Chase goes in for his surgery tomorrow. So uh, praying for you. Hope everything goes. Hey, That's a HIPAA violation. Goes swimmingly. I'm telling on you. Hope all goes the best. And then hopefully for Monday's episode. Chase will be good and ready to go. We'll be up 3-1, to one and we'll be feeling great. That'd be a nice gift right there. That's for sure. Make, make the ups a
1: little bit easier on us, a little less stressful. But I should be good to record. Um, from what I understand, should be in better shape than I was last time um, right afterwards. So should be okay.
0: Good stuff. So, yeah, on today's episode of the Bullets broadcast, got to talk about game one. Uh, we'd love to talk about game two. We don't know what happened yet, though. So, you know, hopefully it's... All good news. Uh, and then we are going to be talking about stuff around the league, including a coach firing OV's status for game one, uh, and then also a, a new hockey league. So it's going to be a fun one, but we do have to start as Debbie Downers talk about the game one of the Maple Leafs versus the Toronto lightning uh, or Tampa Bay lightning, not Toronto lightning. That would be something. Uh, this game was in Toronto and so home ice advantage and actually played out well for the Maple Leafs. And was this the ugliest game of the season for the lightning?
1: It wasn't great. I mean, it looked like it was Syracuse against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Honestly, it, it
0: felt like the worst game we played all year.
1: Yeah. It, it wasn't the best. I uh, just never really felt there was any chance to win it. And, you know, there, there was moments where they weren't playing well, and then there were just moments where, you know, Stamco says, just wide open, tap mm-hmm. in, a shot he'll never miss, and then just completely whiffs on the puck and takes a weird angle off his stick. It, that, that kind of shit is just what happened all night. And when you saw Toronto getting breakaways, like three, four, five, six while killing a penalty, you kind of knew it was going to be game over. It, it wasn't Tampa's game. There was no way they were going to take control of it. Sure enough, Toronto gets the first goal. They scored a short, short-hand goal down the road. Austin Matthews played a hell of a game. Mitch Marner looked good. Uh, Alex Kerfoot played one health game, and they were just kind
0: of better. Yeah, and it was the absolute worst power play performance I've ever seen from a team. It, taking multiple power plays, I don't remember exactly how many we finished with, I knew we had at least four power plays, couldn't capitalize on any of them, let up a shorthanded goal, and took two penalties of our own on a five-on-four-man advantage. Like, it was nightmare fuel and i felt bad for victor Hedman. you know we know he's one of the best players in the world but oftentimes he just could not settle down the puck no and then toronto took it the other way same with kucherov kucherov instead of going for you know shots like he usually would he's looking for the passing lanes and broken up it's just it was bad the puck possession for the team was lacking if there even was any You know,
1: and the worst part about the power play is knowing the fact that Kyle Clifford hits Ross Colton from behind and gets the five-minute. Yeah. So we get a five-minute power play, and I think Toronto probably tripled or quadrupled our scoring chances on that five-minute power play.
0: Yeah, that was... uh, That just added to the reason this was the worst power play performance I've ever seen out of a team. And I think the number one thing that we got to look forward to for Tampa turning this around and, uh, you know tying up the series here on Wednesday uh, and continuing to play well is they need to work on their puck possession because it felt to me, <clears throat> you can let me know if you disagree, but it felt to me they were too worried about making mistakes that they weren't even playing their game. Like uh, I it, agree, it seemed like they were worried about turnovers, which cost them even more turnovers. And it, they were playing scared hockey. They weren't playing Tampa hockey. And uh, I get it. You're looking at the other side. You see the uh, Maurice Richard winning Austin Matthews, 60-goal getter. But, I mean, you're the freaking Tampa Bay Lightning. You're back-to-back Stanley Cup champs.
1: I mean, like like what I saw, at least, you know, from my opinion, was a team that wasn't playing off of instinct, which is kind of what you got to do in hockey in the NHL. You have all that talent. You play off of instinct. The odds are you're making the right play more often than not. It was a team that was kind of second-guessing themselves, double-thinking, wait, maybe I should do this, maybe I should make the pass here instead of take the shot, and maybe I should make the extra move with the blue line, maybe I should try to pinch here, blah, 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 whatever, instead of just reacting to what's going on. So everything seemed like a step behind. Everything seemed like it was their second option, not the first option, where if you just react right away, even if it is the wrong play, odds are you're going to be able to recover a little bit better because you'll be reacting quicker. So it's just something that's got to be kind of keyed in on and worked on going into game two and do everything they can to not get rattled by the Maple Leafs like they were there at the end, especially, you know, we, we see that kind of, you know, scuffle, brawl, whatever you want to call it. Yanruda uh, gets a nice cut to the forehead there. And all that stuff was just Toronto getting under Tampa's skin at the end of the day. They, mm-hmm. they they found a way to agitate us, and we we bought in. It's something that I think will be much better in game two. I don't think we're going to see us fall into those same tricks. I think we're going to be in much better shape in game two than we were going into game one, to be honest.
0: And you got to feel bad for Vassie because – At the start of the game, he was playing spectacular, and he just had to bail out his teammates so many times that eventually he couldn't do it anymore. And uh, the stats look worse than how he actually played. I thought he played pretty well to the point of, you know, everything just fell apart for the team as a whole. Um, But he gave us a chance through the first period and uh, then even halfway through the second period. but. Just couldn't put anything together. So when your when your top three guys Stamkos, Kucherov, and Hedman are have things going the complete opposite way of them, it's hard to actually get a win here. So
1: yeah, it's just just tough one, and you just kind of got to pick up the pieces, put
0: them together the right way, move on to the next one. Yeah, let's look at the other games from Monday night. Uh, you got the Boston Bruins and the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, this was one where I think Boston was out shooting. The Canes like fourteen to three at one point, and then things just flipped on its head as the Hurricanes came out firing uh, in the second period and the third period. They took that one five to one. Didn't really get to see much of it. Saw some highlights, obviously, but it seems like skill just completely took over because you had Seth Jarvis, Teuvo Teravainen, uh, Trocheck, Vincent Trocheck, Andrei uh all getting goals. So the skill is just no doubt on the hurricane side
1: yeah I gotta agree and like you said this is the one game I didn't see a second of I watched the full Tampa game and then good chunks of the other games too so this is the one game that I just didn't really see anything on so I don't want to speak too much on but I'm not surprised that the Hurricanes get out with this win here but based on you know what I just see on paper it seems like it was it should have been a little closer than how it ended up
0: yeah now going to the Blues wild game this was a four nothing win for the Blues that's You know, three blowouts and three games. Uh, That's something you don't usually see in the NHL playoffs. But this was a game I've got no idea about. Didn't watch it. Didn't even watch the highlights. Kings Oilers, I did get to see the highlights. But during these two games, I was in bad sleep. And, you know, I wake up early for work. But uh, how was this game?
1: So this one was actually David Perron, Ryan O'Reilly, and Ville Husso against the Minnesota Wild, and, okay. and they came out on top. As David Perron gets the Hattie and Ryan O'Reilly gets the other goal, and Ville Husso played incredibly well. So, was a game that maybe Minnesota played better. Maybe I thought Minnesota deserved to win, but Ville Husso said, "I'm gonna put the team on my back," like Ray Jennings, and mm-hmm. did so. So it was you know a solid game. It wasn't the most entertaining, especially when the home team scores no goals in a playoff game. It's yeah. it's kind of hard. You know the crowd's not getting into it. The fans are leaving early. That doesn't happen a lot Minnesota fans leaving early so you know leaving early. you know they just had no faith in their team cuz it was just one of those nights where you just weren't getting the puck past the goalie
0: that's tough yeah uh the canes versus the oilers kind of a shocking win for the canes when 4 to 3 here they started up two nothing uh it's
1: all it's all because of one play like edmonton i thought had the better chance going into the third period we're looking well and I know I'm cutting you off, but too damn bad because Mike Smith is a veteran goaltender and I don't care how good he is at playing the puck, he needs to be able to read that play better. Did you see that play? I did see it. So, I don't remember who it was that was on the left wall at about the goal line. If he makes the pass, he's behind the net, he has the angle, he makes the pass to that defender, that puck gets right out of the zone, but instead he tries to shoot it up the center of the ice, causes a turnover, and he needs to scramble to try to make a big play and then 15 seconds later, Sean He scores or got tipped in, whatever that'll happen, doesn't mm-hmm. matter. And. As a veteran goalie who is that skilled with playing the puck, there's zero, zero excuse for that play to happen. That goal should have never happened, and Edmonton should have had a fighting chance.
0: I think it was Edmonton's jerseys, to be honest. I mean, they were brutal. They had the dark blues and the burnt orange or whatever they were going. I hate those jerseys. Yeah, absolutely disgusting. Uh, I saw people saying Brendan Koskinen for Game 2. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Probably, but here's the thing. You got two number two goalies on your team. So regardless, neither one of them is going to do enough to carry you to a win. So you would hope that the veteran presence of Mike Smith was going to be a little bit better off for you, but clearly something that he's supposed to be really good at is he did a very poor job of last night and playing the puck, made a mistake. And maybe you got to try switching to Koskinen, but I wouldn't be shocked if Koskinen fails too, because Mike Smith would be the one that I would ride in pretty much every game. And it's not really much of a debate, but at the end of the day, why don't they just find a better freaking goaltender somewhere?
0: Yeah, you would think, uh, I got a question. After seeing this game, do you have any differing opinions on how the series will go? We talked about how, uh, you know, could there be a LA upset? Maybe, but Edmonton has the star power of Drysaddle and McDavid, so we likely go with them. Any differing opinions now that you see LA come out and play well?
1: I'm I'm still going to take Edmonton in this one. I think it's going to go seven at this point. Like it's it's hard to go against the Oilers. I I just think that there's there's too much talent on the team, too much offense, and I don't think the LA Kings can can sustain the way they played on um, on Monday. I, I don't think it's going to keep up, so it's going to break down eventually. And there's going to be some games where Edmonton kind of runs away with it, and some other close games where they end up, you know, make mistakes like they did. So I think this one's got a you know better chance of going seven than some of the other ones.
0: I also saw I think it was an Edmonton fan say that Drysdale and McDavid were quiet. I was thinking. David had two points. Tricidal had a goal. I'm not
1: yeah, I mean, I'm really following. McDavid's goal was gross. <laughs> I'm it, not really. It was really gross. So, and, you know, I was talking about this with someone earlier. Connor McDavid, like he, like his goal, where he just takes the puck from his own zone, skates through five guys and puts it in. Like, he can clearly do that on every play. Why doesn't he just do it on every play? That's a good point. Like, just, like you can clearly do it whenever you want to do it. So, just do it. <laughs> I don't know if it's that easy. It it looks like it. <laughs> it really looks like, it. Really looks like it, the way he does it. It looks like he's putting in zero effort doing it, which is what drives me crazy. It's like like how hard are you actually trying to do this? Like if you if you like looked like you tried harder, would I would you like score more?
0: I don't I'm so confused. So are you saying McDavid's lazy?
1: Yeah, maybe. He, yeah. He's lazy and he's the best player in the league and <laughs> led the league in scoring this year. It's it's just ridiculous. It looks so freaking easy. I don't understand. That would be
0: something if he was like Like instead of Sid the kid who's, you know, on the ice first on the ice off or off the ice last. Um, if he's just like, yeah, I'm kind of just here and on his days off, he's just eating pound cakes and sitting watching TV or something. Yeah. I mean, he he's yeah, not obviously
1: not, <laughs> but like it just, it looks like he's just, it really looks like he's not trying sometimes. And then he does that type of shit. So just do it more often. Maybe you can carry your team some more. Maybe you can like be the next 200
0: point scorer. Agreed. All right. Last question before we go to a commercial break. Tuesday night, we've got the Penguins, Rangers, Capitals, Panthers, Predators, Avs, Stars, Flames, all four of those series kicking off with game one. What game are you most excited for? I mean, it's got to be the Panthers series that
1: I'm looking forward to just because I think I really want to see a a Tampa-Florida matchup in round two so so we can pummel those guys and go on our cup run. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really really want to see that so I'm looking forward to watching Florida play because regardless of, of what they are to us they are a fun team they are a fun team to watch I got a lot of talent so that's probably the one I'm looking most forward to
0: I think I'm going to lean towards the Penguins and Rangers um, obviously very interested in the Panthers storyline meeting up with the Tampa Bay Lightning but uh, I don't think I've watched a Rangers game all year and Chesterkin, obviously the leader for the Vesna and then of course Ooh, so I'm sorry. This rem- this just reminded me. I don't want to. I don't want to forget. So,
1: I got um, an email today. I woke up to an email from one of my sports books, saying that, um, you know, dear customer, uh, like recently we, we made made a mistake and accidentally submitted Austin Matthews as the Hart Trophy winner and paid out bets accordingly. As such the, these bets have been um, like undone and your bets have been restored or whatever. So. Is that that the sportsbook spoiling that they already know Matthews is winning the heart? Maybe, I don't know. So if Matthews wins the heart, just just know it here first that the league knows this early. I guess so.
0: That could be the case.
1: Yeah. So that's sorry. I just I just didn't want to forget because I had just, I have bets on both Matthews and Shosturkin to win it. So, okay. that's, so that's that's why you Saintsterkin reminded
0: me. Gotcha. Yeah. So I want to see Shosturkin play against the vets of Crosby, Malk and Latane. So I'm gonna lean that way, but. Sure. Uh, That's going to do it with the first half. On the other side, we are going to be talking about some news around the league, including Ovi's status for Game 1, Mike, Yo, and a new hockey league. We'll be right back. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. Any of your betting needs, including the NHL playoffs, make sure to head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook. All right, Chase, let's talk about Ovechkin. Obviously, we know uh, he was injured. What was it? The 79th game of the Capital season. Yes. Yeah, uh, slammed in the into the boards hard. Uh, kind of a weird shoulder looking play. Uh, but he is playing for game one. Yeah, he is. Which is. Neat. Good for
1: him. I'm um, happy to see that. We want to see the best players in the world playing all the time. We want to see the absolute legend himself, Ovi, get going. So it's going to add for a little little bit of fuel to the series, make things a little more interesting.
0: Sure is. We talked about how if Ovi wasn't going to be available for even the first couple of games against this Florida series, it could be a quick one to the point of a 4-0 sweep. So now that we know Ovi's in, he's ready to go. Uh, hopefully that's not the case. I Even though... Uh, you know, with Tampa, I'd probably prefer like a four zero sweep in Tampa's favor. When it comes to other hockey, uh, hockey series, uh, just give me seven games.
1: Give me seven games, double overtime every once yeah. in a while. Mm-hmm. Yes, love those. No,
0: Absolutely. no six overtimes.
1: No, that was a little much. Yeah, that was, was, a, little, that was a little extra. It was
0: a bit, but uh, all right. Jared Spurgeon, he gets fined five k for a cross check. Uh, I wish I had five k. Maybe yeah. Jared Spurgeon should start paying his fines to me.
1: Yeah, no, I I agree. For you know, just a, just a casual five Gs thrown out the window, just just for the for the hell of it. And yeah, it's five grand, but doesn't it doesn't only make such a you know dent in their paycheck. Nonetheless, uh, yeah, Spurgeon he cross checked Booch in that game, and it was you know it was a bit unnecessary. So I I, I get the fine. And when you're looking at um the playoffs fines and suspension looked at really differently compared to the NHL like regular season. So. Playoff games are usually counted as two regular season games. So, like, a $5,000 fine would probably be, like, a game suspension normally in, the in like, the regular season, what it's saying.
0: Yeah. Uh, next up, Mike Geo has to Geo Prism. Love Mike that car. Mike Geo has to Geo. No, no, Geo Prism. He has to Geo, not the mm-hmm. Geo Prism. That ride is something. 1997 Geo Prism. Get with it. First car. Gold colored. Gold. Yep. Uh, Tail light smashed. And bumper, like, hanging. Because I don't know if he told told you the story, but uh, my younger sister was driving it, and Tony thought he would be funny. Not while they were driving, obviously, but when they were getting ready, uh, Tori locked the door so he couldn't get in. So he got on the back of the bumper and started jumping up and down. The <laughs> <laughs> Bumper just fell right yeah, off. Yeah, <laughs>
1: that's a almost that's a twenty five year old car.
0: Yeah, exactly. So oh my God. Uh, yeah, that, so now it's just funny. taped up
1: and Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but that, that's great. That that ride is something else. But nonetheless, Mike Mikeyo does have to go as he does get relieved of his duties. So that makes the second um head coaching change, I guess, in, you know, as what three, four, five days, however many days it's been. So Flyers looking for a coach, Wings looking for a coach. I don't imagine either of these coaches that have been fired thus far going to either one of these other teams. And I'm sure we're gonna see a few more coaches fired here in the next couple of weeks. So She's got to be on the lookout for that. I, I think that odds are Blash will probably get a coaching job. Yo, maybe doesn't get a coaching job right away, but I wouldn't be surprised if he does either.
0: I mean, we talked about it when Mike Yo came in. Uh, he was an assistant, obviously was promoted after Elaine Vigneault was fired on December 6th. We talked about Mike Yo being kind of not great. You know, we were like, you know, I mean... For getting rid of Elaine Vigneault, I guess, promote within, that's fine. But he just didn't seem like a great coach. And no. having a 17-36-7 record uh-huh. kind of proves that
1: point. Yeah, they they got worse when Vigneault got fired. And it wasn't really
0: close. Yeah, I just, ever, he was with Minnesota, right? Yeah. yeah, ever since. I was he uh, with
1: St. Louis as well?
0: He might have been. I think he might have been. I feel like there was a video of Mike Yo in practice, like, screaming. Well, yeah,
1: him. there was one where I think I think this was in St. Louis. I could be wrong. Nonetheless, he had a meltdown in practice and just, like, skated the guys like he was freaking Herb Brooks and Miracle, which in the NHL, there's zero reason to, like, ever skate. Anybody of these guys are pro athletes. Like, you don't need to put them on the line and, and bag them. Like, it, it makes
0: no sense at all. Yeah, it was one of those where ever since that video came out, I've kind of Ben been sour on him. Yeah, and it doesn't really seem like I'm wrong for that because yeah, he's
1: not I'm not a fan, I've never really been a fan.
0: Yeah, so he was at Minnesota from eleven to sixteen, St. Louis sixteen to nineteen. Okay. And then took over for Philly this year.
1: There we go. He's and coached, is out already. Yeah, he's coached
0: the NHL for way too long. All right, let's now talk about a new hockey league, the three ice league.
1: Yeah, so if you've not heard about this, they originally announced this, I want to say it was in 2019-2020, one of those two years. Nonetheless, it is a three-on-three league that they wanted to to do, but COVID kind of shut down hopes that for a while. But now, as of June 18th, they will be starting up, playing their first um, like games, series, or are to call it, in in um, Vegas, excuse me. So what this is, is i said, it's a three-on-three league, it's, it's a professional league, uh, features some decent names, so... Um, you know, some of the some of the coaches, for example, are uh Guy Carboneau, Grant Feer, John Leclair, Joe Mullen, Larry Murphy, Brian Trottier, the, the Commissioners, Craig Patrick, some of the players in the league. Uh, you know, it, it includes TJ Hensick, um, uh, Jace Harleyuk, Bobby Farnham, Chris Mueller, Jeff Taffy, Mike London, um Ryan Malone, Jeremy Broder. There's there's some solid names in, the, in this, you know, guys that have played NHL games, names that are familiar. So it, it could be pretty decent hockey, honestly. Um, I'm looking forward to tuning into it, see how good it is. I, I don't know if I have, you know, like unbelievably high expectations by any means, but it could be something entertaining.
0: I want the legend Peter Mueller to be in the in the league, only if he keeps his hair long and it, keeps the mustache. Yeah, I mean, he actually played pretty good in the check this year. Forty eight games, fifty five points. There we go. Uh, the season before, he had sixty four through forty six. Not
1: too shabby. I mean, Peter Mueller was a legend that that year. I think he got traded to Colorado after the deadline. Put up like twenty points to twelve games. Just like the, the guy, the guy was a legend at sometimes, but just never really like figured it out. Yeah, had it, well, had the unreal season in Arizona. Got traded to Colorado. Played well, and that was about it.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on to hockey name of the day, Chase. And uh, this is alluding, or our intro was alluding to hockey name of the day, because. It makes sense. You're not even too sure on the pronunciation of this name, so we're gonna solve this together. We are. And we might not actually solve this, but we're gonna try. Uh all right. First name Mathan.
1: I would assume Mathan. I don't or it could be Mathan. Could be Mathan. I don't know. Who the hell spells that? Like who what what is that? It could be Mathan. Or let's move on. Labelle. Uh, yeah. Labelle. Yeah. yeah. And then there's a couple of routes we can go here. Uh, I, I've got
0: mine. Tranch Montagne. See,
1: I, I, I was um, Tronca Montagne.
0: Tronca Montagne?
1: Tronca Montagne, yeah.
0: See, I think of it as like Gagne.
1: So but I, I'm pretty sure that the T-A-G-N-E is Tanya. I'm not mistook
0: that's t-a-n-y-a tanya
1: oh like tanya harding
0: sure do so you know who that is <laughs> yes yeah, the ice skater <laughs> but any
1: okay either way we're we're right no until someone has proves us no matter how we say it we're right how's that sound
0: uh sure and it's yeah, definitely not
1: that. not mathan if he's french it's probably Mathon, Mathon or methane or something i don't know but our boy matt is I like a, that. Yeah, a 2007 born uh, French-Canadian.
0: 2007?
1: Yeah, played 15 wow. triple play A last season. He's going to be playing Canadian high school this year. Maybe he's a Quebec Junior League pick. I don't know. We're going to find out here, I think, soon. I don't think they've had their draft yet. All
0: right, cool. Spe-
1: speaking of drafts, though, the OHL officially had their draft. I don't know if we talked about that yeah, last episode or not. Did not. Uh, shout out to Michael Misa, exceptional status player. Gets the first overall pick. He is heading to Saginaw, my old stomping ground. So good for him um and then you know the rest of the draft a lot the first couple picks but i was expected and then from what i was reading apparently things were kind of like kind of like the, the nfl draft where after the first three picks people didn't really know where things were going
0: ah so nice. it's always fun and my dad was also there at the announcement of the pick yeah he was he sent videos to both of us Yeah, it was so <laughs> random <laughs> kind of weird but whatever very uh all right well that's gonna do it for the show i want to thank you so much for coming out chase hit us with an outro
1: so always want to thank you guys for listening. If you want to check us on Patreon, support us over there. We'd really appreciate it. If you want to follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast, it's at Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. While I write it, follow WNP on Twitter at Sports Pod. That's WNP Sports Pod. Make sure you're the HockeyPodcastNetwork dot follow the podcast network right there. Boom, click the logo, easy peasy. Wherever you're listening, if you raise five stars, uh, give us your questions, comments, concerns. You know those words. Yeah, do that. <laughs>
0: Oh, the music, me turning on the music really caught you off guard. I did today. <laughs> Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll talk to you next time.